0: Having peace of mind with your money does not have to be hard. You just need the right mindset, tools, and system in place to help you get there. Welcome to Wise Up With Your Money. My name's Becky. I'm a financial coach and owner of FamilyWise Financial Coach, where I am dedicated to help your family stop worrying about money so you can start focusing on the things you love in each episode, I'll dive into money mindset topics and tools you need to push you forward in achieving your money goals. This is Wise Up With Your Money. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me today. So are you one of the many families who think that this is the year you are going to get better with your money? And so maybe you Googled a budget, and you built one, and now you are trying it out. Well, if this is you, then don't go anywhere, okay? Listen to today's message, because I want to make sure that your budget is built realistically, so that you can continue with it for the long haul, and that it's not something that you'll quit doing after, let's say, February, okay? And if you do already budget, then keep listening as well, because this will be a good sanity check for yourself to adjust your budget if needed, so we can all start our new year off strong. Welcome back to Wise Up With Your Money. I'm Becky, your financial coach and budget buddy. And today, we are diving into making sure that your budget does not look like a fad diet. Now, I'll get into the why I don't want your budget to look like a fad diet in a bit. But first, let's make sure that we talk about what the heck a fad diet is if you're not familiar with it, okay? So if you've ever done a fad diet, then you know they can be pretty extreme depending on which plan you are following. And even if you haven't done a fad diet personally, uh, then I'm sure that you've at least heard of them. So when I say Atkins diet, have you heard of that one? Or carnivore diet, or the South Beach diet, that was a while ago, or even Whole30. Like in all of these diets... They have things that are cut out from your diet, like they, they give you restrictions um, around what you should not eat. Um, and as long as you follow it, then you should see weight loss. And like I said, some of these are extreme, and you may see weight loss at an extreme rate. And a lot of people start incomplete fad diets because they just need a quick fix, in a sense. Like they want to lose 40 pounds by June. Or maybe they have a wedding coming up in March and they have to shed 20 pounds fast. So they jump on a fad diet. But here's the problem with most fad diets once you reach your goal or desired weight, you usually resume normal eating habits. Where you introduce the foods that you had cut out again back into your life and life is good, right? But when you look at it long term, it doesn't usually keep the weight off. Now why is that? Well, because those diets are too extreme. And when you cut things out of your life that you enjoy at, you know, cold turkey, And you cannot have them in your life throughout your weight loss journey or whatever journey you're on. It's only natural that when you complete your goal, you can't wait to get those things back in your life again. So remember this, okay? Fad diets can be extreme where you cut a lot of things out of your diet short term to complete your goal. Now, think about this in terms of money, all right? Like, like like I said, this is a money podcast. I'm not a dietitian or anything. So, all right, that was a good example. Now, think about it in terms of money. A budget that resembles a fad diet would be a very minimal budget on paper. You would have much of your monthly bills listed. You would probably have a minimal amount for groceries, There's probably no eating out listed out on your budget. There's probably no money to buy clothing or anything. There's no money for date nights. And maybe you even canceled some of your bills like cable or your gym membership for a temporary time. Now, when your budget reflects a fad diet, you probably cut out a bunch of expenses and are living minimally, like I just said, so that you can achieve something. So maybe your goal would be to pay down your credit card debt, especially if you went overboard at Christmas and you're now just starting to get to those credit card statements. Maybe that's why you wanted to cut your budget down a bunch so that you could just pay down your credit card. Or maybe you are saving for a down payment on a home and you just cut everything to the extreme so that you can save for that home. Or maybe you were trying to save for that $1,000 emergency fund. I mean, whatever that goal is, you've set it, you've made a minimal uh, budget, and you're sticking to it until that goal is reached, right? And once your budget achieves that goal that you set, where you paid off your credit card, or you finally bought your home with that down payment, then guess what? You're gonna let up, you start living again, You start going out to eat again, and maybe you resume your gym membership that you temporarily canceled and you brought back cable into your life, and you know, life relaxes again. But just like a fad diet, if your budget lets up to the other extreme, you will start overspending again, and you will rack up debt again like you would wait. right? So, As we start this new year, we have to make sure that your budget is realistic to you and it does not resemble a fad diet. Because my goal as your financial coach is that you are budgeting all year long. Like, I want you to not only achieve your first money goal, but I want you to achieve so many more after that. So, today, we aren't looking for you to cut everything out of your budget and live on rice and beans like some money gurus suggest. I would rather you make a budget that is realistic to you and not too extreme and something that you can keep up as a lifestyle change instead of a quick fad diet, okay? So today... I have the four no-nos when it comes to budgeting in the new year that I've seen so many times that when someone tries it, they fail because it resembles too much of that fad diet mentality, okay? All right, so no-no number one, okay? So don't limit yourself to rice and beans. Now, there's a famous financial guru named Dave Ramsey, and you know, he holds a special place in my heart because if you know anything about me, that is how me and Kyle, you know, did our personal finance journey of getting out of debt. And for me to become a financial coach, like he inspired me to do that. So nothing against Dave Ramsey, okay? But if you've listened to him on the radio, or you know, he has a podcast or he he has books out there, if you know anything about him. He'll say something like, if you have consumer debt that you need to get out of your life, then I don't want to see you inside of a restaurant. You need to be living on rice and beans. Now, I know this is just a saying, rice and beans, but when you have a lot of debt, like cutting everything to the extreme like that, it's not sustainable okay? You will burn out on that lifestyle if you cut everything out to the extreme. I mean, you will go out to eat or get takeout or something on a night that you are tired, even if your budget says not to. And when you do that, you will feel like you failed. And that will make you throw your hands up and say that budgeting is not for me. I'm not good with money. And maybe, You'll even quit budgeting altogether. And all of that is something I need you to avoid as your financial coach. I mean, sometimes being extreme works for some people. But I can tell you from our experience, yes, we followed Dave Ramsey's plan. But we did go out to eat once in a while because we had $130,000 of debt that took us two and a half years to get rid of. So I can't even imagine trying to try to not go in a restaurant for two and a half years. Like that would be setting me up for failure and I don't want to do that to you. So you can't be extreme in your budget if you mentally can't handle that because it's going to lead to failure, you know, and it's very hard to continue long term So what I want you to be is realistic with yourself and your budget. So if you maybe go out to eat like three or four times a week, don't quit cold turkey because Dave Ramsey said to stop eating out until your debt is paid off, okay? Just because someone says to do it doesn't mean you have to do it. So you know yourself best. If cutting out restaurants entirely is too extreme for you, I want you to instead try cutting it in half, okay, and start there for a few months. So instead of three or four times a week, maybe it's one to two times a week. Or maybe you can give yourself a certain dollar amount in cash to stick with uh, so that when you eat out, um, you're going to stay within that cash budget. And then when it's gone, it's gone but at least you get to live a little bit while saving for your money goal or paying down debt. Okay, so just make sure that your budget is not too extreme and you have some things in your budget to keep your sanity while still trying to achieve your money goal. Okay, the second no-no when it comes to budgeting is don't create A budget of just bills and subscriptions. So first off, that is not a budget, okay? I don't know how many times I've heard people who call me and they say, well, we've tried creating a budget and it just, it's not working for us. I don't understand. And when I dig into what their budget looks like, it's just a spreadsheet that they mapped out with their monthly bills on it. And I'll just say, well, that's the problem. Because think about it, do we ever just go through a month and only spend money on the mortgage and the electric and the gym membership and maybe cable? No, we buy things on Amazon, we buy groceries, we buy toiletries, we sometimes go out to eat, we have kids' hobbies to pay for. Like There are so many other things to account for in a budget beyond our monthly bills. So, please make sure your budget is a realistic look of everything that's going to happen during that pay period or during the month, okay? All right, now the third no no I've got for you when it comes to budgeting is don't assume your budget is the same every month. So, this one kind of builds off the previous no no but I really want you to take this away. Like you cannot set up a budget in January and use it throughout the year with all the same numbers because does life look the same in February as it did in January? Nope. Or does life look the same this month as it will in December, 2023? Like heck no. Life changes on a daily basis. And when life changes... Your expenses change, and when that changes, your spending changes, and so your budget should change with it. It should be a reflection of what's going on in your life. Like, there are so many variables that come up from month to month or even week to week. Like, there could be car registration that month, or it could be one of your kids' birthdays that you have to, you know, spend money on a party and the gifts and all of the things. Or maybe you're gonna eat out more that month because it's just a busier season for you where you're running around, doing errands, bringing your kids everywhere and you don't have time to make a home-cooked meal, right? So to have a great budgeting habit that's realistic and not fad-like, you need to make sure that you check your budget often and change it as life changes. Because if it's the same every month, then you are budgeting wrong. All right, so the last no-no I have for you when it comes to your budget looking like a fad diet is don't stop budgeting once you hit your goal. I mean, going back to the fad diet, that's what we end up doing, right? I mean, we do the diet, we do the extremes, and once we hit our weight loss goal, We are done. We've done it, right? That's our mindset. And then you let up on your weight loss journey and you allow yourself to a few cheat meals, which then turn back into your day-to-day eating habits. And slowly, over time, you get back to your old weight again. So the same cycle will happen if you stop budgeting once you hit your goal, where maybe you wanted to pay down your credit cards because that's where all your Christmas purchases went. So you spent the next three months being good with money, putting extra towards your credit card to pay it down and you paid it off and you finally did it. Well, instead of stopping the budget and relaxing a bit, my advice here is don't stop there. If you've hit your goal, First of all, awesome. Make sure you celebrate whatever goal that you just hit because I'm big on celebrating the little wins. But guess what? You've already established the habits necessary to live a more wise financial life. So ask yourself, what's next? What's the next goal you want to hit with your money? And keep going. Like, that is how you truly make financial progress. And that is how you don't go backwards in your financial journey. So don't stop budgeting once you've hit your goal. That is how you really get ahead. Okay, so if any of this resonated with you today, and hopefully something did and you have a friend in mind that is also trying to be better with money and they may benefit from this episode, my only ask for you today is that you share this episode with them. But when you do, I want you to make sure that you tag me in it so that I can give you a shout out for being an awesome follower. Like I just wanna get this message out there to so many families so that we can all lower financial stress as a community because let's face it, money is hard. But let's wrap today's chat up with this. A budget should not look like a fad diet where you get really extreme with your living expenses in order to save for your goal because most of the time it's so extreme that once you've hit your goal, you'll let up on your intensity because it's hard to live that tight. And you will most likely fall back on old habits. Or even worse, maybe you'll try the fad diet budget, get extreme, it's too much where you don't even achieve your goal and you fail and you tell yourself, well, it is what it is or I'm just not good with money. Like we have to avoid all of that this year if you want to achieve your money goals. So instead, when you set up your budget this year, make sure that you take action on what you should do and don't do in order to build those long-lasting habits, because I want you to be successful this year. So wise up with your money today by taking these actions to build a long-lasting budget that you can do throughout the year. Have an awesome week, and I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you loved this episode and you want to hear more, then be sure to subscribe so that we can hang out again on a regular basis. That sounds nice, right? And if you want to accomplish your money goals even faster using one-on-one coaching with me, then make sure you schedule a free call with me at familywisefinancialcoach.com. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you guys soon.